This is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 989, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the BKC commentary or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading So the aim of this podcast, my beloved, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and uh, the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer, my very humble prayer, that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and save from the eternal burning hell. Let me tell you something, what this life is about. It's about glorifying God and making sure that you get your soul saved and your family's souls saved from the eternal burning hell. Okay? That, that's what this life is about right here. Okay? That's what I'm busy doing making sure my family is saved and praying for my family to be saved. You need to do the same. Uh, My wife and I passed out uh, some tracts today. And uh, every time our family goes out for over 34 years, we pass out gospel tracts. And uh, so people can have an opportunity to get saved. And so uh, you need to do the same. The most important thing in this life is to get saved, to get born again by believing in Jesus Christ. And if you have not done that, you need to do what Jesus Christ said. He said the most important words in the history of mankind when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Do it today if you have not done so. Call on his name, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now today, my dear friends, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. How interesting is that? Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. Amen. And the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance, my, 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 was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Amen. 
and amen. I like that real good. I like that real good. How about you? That's real good. That's, that's real good. The Word of God. See, in this segment I can comment. When I read the Bible, I read it straight, no chaser. That was, dear friends, Malachi 3.16. Now here is the sense of it. Here is, if you will, the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost. Please understand, you will never understand the Bible and the deep things of God without the help of the Holy Ghost of God. And we thank God for the teachers that he has created who have a gift. And I want to say this again tonight. Uh, and I'm, this is something God laid on my heart to say. I don't say it that much. I've said it in the past. I have had, I've been busy rebuking pastors and getting pastors out of the ministry altogether. They don't need to be in the over, over, it's over. It's probably over sixty percent of the pastors have quit, which I predicted years ago. And we, I guess, if we get it down to eighty percent, we might have true revival because it's worse than what I thought it was. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. I wish I could strike that song up by Kenny Rogers. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Only Kenny Rogers can get down. How many, how many of you remember Kenny Rogers? I think he's dead now. Kenny Rogers ran back one day and sung a song. I thank God for my job down at the factory. I said, go ahead, Kenny. Dog on it. Go ahead. He said, preacher, you... you you black, ain't you? Uh, how is that you like some country music? M many black people like country music. They don't want to admit it. And some of you black women, he's married. Some of you black women, you're interested in the country music now because of this young man that's out there who you think is very pretty. He's a, he's a cowboy. He's a country. He's country, but he's black. He's mixed. And y'all love him. Now he's drawing in a whole bunch of black women now. You like that you like country now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. A lot of us listen to country music in the car, man. Black folk. That's right. Kenny Rogers. Dolly Parton. Dolly, Dolly's my girl. Dolly's my girl, man. Plus she's a sister. She loves the Lord. And who doesn't love uh, my man... Uh, 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 who 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 sings on the road again? I'm on the road again. I can't I can't remember his name. Nelson, I think. Who doesn't love that singer? You got to be crazy. Don't, tell, don't try to put me in no, no, uh, in fact, I, I like country music better than some of this, uh, crazy, these crazy songs black folk be singing out here today, today, not like yesterday, 
back in the day, when we I were, we were out there, baby boomers, we had some real music. And one was a white boy. Do a little dance. Make a run. Get down tonight. Yeah, who's that? <laughs> Woo, yeah, we had some real songs back in the day. Flashlight. The emotions. Yeah, y'all, you people can't sing. You people don't know anything today. Some of these crazy songs y'all be singing. I don't even understand what you're talking about. Anyway, I digress. That's all right. You picked a fine time to leave me, preacher. But you go home. We don't. You're hiring. We don't need you. You're just holding us up. The Bible knowledge commentary says about this very interesting passage the word then is emphatic emphatic indicating that the action described in this verse was a consequence of the preceding confrontation it is difficult to tell whether this remnant those who feared the Lord it's always still now. Listen, God always has His remnant now. God always, God always has His few, His faithful few. God always has His seven thousand. Now you better remember that, and you you better believe that. Now God always has His faithful few. So when I'm up here preaching, I'm getting down, I'm getting down on some pre- preachers and churches and things like that. Uh, I'm not talking about them, but they're doing the same thing I'm doing. They're just few and far between. And some are trying to stay alive, and some are trying to avoid persecution. So they may have their head down, but they, they still, and they got their head down praying, and they still, they still with the Lord. The remnant. Are you a part of the remnant? I can't make you a part of the remnant, and you can't fake it. Dr. Tony Evans is a part of the remnant. He, he's a big time operator, but he's a part of the remnant. You understand me? David Mann's a big time operator, and he and his wife, but they're part of the remnant. They, they believe they still believe the word of God. Mm-hmm. Why so many folks in the church have run off to? We don't know where they are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have some big time operators who are still part of the remnant now. Uh, big time. And they're few and far between. Not too many of them, but we thank God for them. We got to have the Nicodemuses and the Joseph, the Josephs of Arithmetic as well. This remnant, those who feared the Lord. That's what the Bible says about them. See, they, they, uh, people who fear the Lord. I just read an article about the Supreme Court justices uh, and told, I told uh, Clarence Thomas, I said, uh, look here, because, you know, they just voted, the House just voted to to support homosexual marriage and all of that demonic foolishness. And look what these devils did. They hooked, they always have to do this. They want to hook their damnable abominations and homosexuality and stinking mess with uh, the black race. They said, 
they voted for the, uh, the support of homosexual marriage and interracial marriage. Well, interracial marriage was taken care of a long time before that. It's two human beings. Okay, yes, there are people who don't like it, but that's, I mean, that's two human. You can't put that with your homosexual mess, your stinking homosexual mess. No, no, no. And, and that's what they have, that's what they do. And that's what they have done. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., hear me well, is turning over in his grave at Black Lives Matters. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm already on many hit lists. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. has turned over in his grave eight times over the foolishness of Black Lives Matters. Homosexuals and lesbians lead, leading the movement and leading and using our race as a Trojan horse to bring their demonic, satanic abominations from hell. And, and, and most people are so ignorant in this country, even in the church, and most pastors are so ignorant, they bind it hook, line, and sinker. The devil is a lie. And we're going to turn on the police. They have been, listen to me, listen to me. You black parents need to train your children up to obey the law. Yes, are there racist, some racist police officers? Have they uh, harmed people? Yes, and they need to be dealt with. And one of the ways you can deal with them is to pray them out of there. We, oh, wait a minute now, doggone it. Wait a minute, you all want to you protest right now, don't you? Well, protest against the church because we got some uh, devils in the church who have raped little girls and little boys. Uh, uh, what about the police? Or what about the preachers? Huh? And their wives, cougar wives, horn around with the young men in the church, the young bucks. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. I'm going to pray in a minute because I have to eat. I haven't had anything to eat much today. I'm, I'm going to pray in a minute. Hold on. Don't tell on yourself. Preachers got side pieces to this day in the plague. And you think, well, God is not taking this plague over because you still horn around, you whoremonger, preacher? You whore pastor's wife? You still swinging and everybody tell I'm holding on, you know. As uh, 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 soon as this plague can go away, you know, we can resume. No, uh, God, you think, who do you think you talk? Who do you think you're dealing with? He knows this was in your heart. You're trying to force this thing and push this thing, trying to get everybody back in the church so you can get your hug from Bo Peep and get your hug from Sylvia, you lying devil. You're a liar, your feet ain't made, and your heart pumps peanut butter. You better thank God you're still alive, giving communion and taking communion unworthily. Just got out of bed with uh, uh, the deacon's wife and the trustee's wife. And got out of bed with uh, uh, the deacon. And, 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 and some of you are homosexuals as well. 
some of you got a husband and you got a wife, you're married, but you got somebody in between you and the bed, some young person, either a young buck or a young woman to play with. Look at me real good, you devils. You wonder why we, everything is burning up, everything is going up. More disease is going to... They found another strain. I don't know where it is. I can't even pronounce it. Today. We already got one killing people right now. Then you got the monkeypox. On the homosexual men. You know how they get it? You know how they get the monkeypox? Because homosexuals are nasty as the devil. And you tell them... And I know they're mad at me. I had to, uh, two or three wanted to kill me today. Uh, another one's following me around and all this kind of stuff. I, I, you say, well, preacher, you're paranoid. Well, paranoid is good. Paranoid is good if that's what I am. Because I know, and I have proven it to people, that there, be, there are people who follow me and who want me dead. You'd be amazed at how many people we reach. They do nasty, wicked, ungodly things. First of all, this was in the newspaper yesterday. Through oral sex, they get the monkeypox. Men, men with men oral sex. Not men with women. Now, let's be real about this. Let's be real about it. Whatever they do, except for a couple of things, men and women do it, and they don't get the monkeypox. All sex, men sucking on men's penises, men drinking men's urine. This is documented as to what they do. Men eating men's uh, feces. You're going to get something. That's what they do. So those of you who are thinking about hooking up with them, men kissing on men, they already have the AIDS which has never been cured. Then God punished the church for uh, letting homosexuals into the church, including preachers and pastors, wives, lesbians. They're lesbians in Bible-believing churches. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know to be a fact. Just like there are homosexual preachers and homosexual deacons and trustees. They have a pack. Be very careful also about these so-called men's meetings. They're drawing cards for homosexuals. Because this demonic abomination is very addictive like a drug. That's why if you get into it, it's going to be hard to get out. Same thing for lesbians. Well, preacher, I just don't think you ought to talk about these things in mixed uh, company. Mixed company, what are you talking about? You people are doing it. You're getting ready to uh, strike up the computer right now and look at some of it. Huh? You have a lesbian on, on speed dial. You have a homosexual on speed dial, pastor. And some of you pastors, you, you women who claim to be pastors. 
You know why some of y'all are so husky and so mighty now and so ferocious? Huh? You so manly, looking manly, because you're ruling over the pastor's wife. You're the man in the relationship with the pastor's wife. She's the submissive. She, and she'll submit to you, but won't submit to her husband. The devil is a lie. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know is going on. Uh, I own and I'm the founder and owner of blackchristiannews.com. Okay, so a lot of stuff, we hear a whole lot of stuff. There's some stuff we don't even put up. We don't even have time to put up all the mess. And some mess I, we, do, we just don't put up. So I, I, we, I, we, we, know, we know all about it. Huh? And got names and receipts and everything else. The things that, that we, just, we know about, we just don't say anything about it. Some of it. We don't, we don't even have the space or time to deal with it. But that's what's going on in the church right now. It has not stopped because people foolishly think God is playing with them. But remember the word of God. Be not deceived. Don't fool yourself. Whatsoever a man or a woman soweth. That shall they also reap. And we're reaping the whirlwind. We sowed the wind. We're reaping the whirlwind. You must understand now when you plant an apple seed. You're not getting one apple back. You're getting a tree that's going to bear fruit year after year after year. You reap what you sow. That's good and bad. Prosperity gospel people. Bless your little hearts. Because God killed that dead. Didn't he? The prosperity gospel does not work under plague, the coronavirus plague, because you're teaching this for everybody, and it's not. It's not for everybody to get rich. See, I don't have a problem with George Myers having millions of dollars. George Myers can make a million dollars or more with one book. She doesn't need the money from the church. She don't need to be begging y'all for money and all this kind of stuff. She's just giving, and when it comes down to the mission, she's just giving you an opportunity to be a part of what God is doing. She doesn't need your money. Nor does T.D. Jakes. Nor does Joel Osteen. They may, they may or may not take a salary. They have the right to take a salary for their labor at the church. That's a job that they have to do. And it's, 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 the, it's for the benefit of the people to support the man of God. Everything else is gravy. And they probably, and no doubt, they tie back into the church hundreds of thousands of dollars. I have no problem with a preacher being rich. But the false prosperity gospel, and you're standing on there, you're depending on the people, and you're begging the people for money, millions of dollars, to buy you a plane and all of that. No. Mm -mm. You're not to be doing that. For the that, that's not for everybody. The Bible gospel is for everybody: the rich, those in the middle, and the poor. And we all can still be happy, and cheerful, and joyful, and at peace. That's how it is. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue the Bible study and move on, those who feared the Lord. And, and what I was telling you was, in the article that I wrote to the Supreme Court, to Clarence Thomas, I said to Clarence Thomas and to the other judges who fear the Lord, who fear the Lord. I didn't say conservatives. I said who, those who fear the Lord. <clears throat> who knows? Kagan may say, you know what, this is, this is a mess we done created. <laughs> the liberals may say, look at what, what kind of mess have we, what kind of Frankenstein have we committed, we, we have created here. They may even turn back with the right persuasion from Clarence Thomas. They may, they may, one of them may jump ship. This is too much. Got drag queens teaching. I never, they have never seen a drag queen teach them in the library and in school and then take them to the club. Are you kidding me, people? Have you lost your righteous minds? And I told you the other day, I'm going to tell you again, there's somebody, the powers that be are messing with you people. This is stupid as it can be. And they got you all tied up in knots. <clears throat> and, 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 and you preachers who were bought by them. Who can't say anything. Where are you? Anyway. Where are, where, where are the preachers? Where are the preachers at? Huh? Why are you not marching against this foolishness? Why are you not out in the front in the streets praying? But it should have never happened in the first place. But since you allowed it to happen, I said to Clarence Thomas and other Supreme Court justices who fear the Lord, I believe the, the, the man who's the head of the Supreme Court, I believe he's going to go with, with Clarence Thomas. This is, this is out of hand. See, the de and the devil knew it was going to get out of hand. God knew it was going to get out of hand. And I knew it was going to get out of hand. I, I, I preached against this for over 10 years now. <clears throat> Warned it before, before the Supreme Court justice did it. Before the Supreme Court allowed homosexual marriage. Because I knew things would unravel once you do that. The demons of hell and the abominable, abominable well-prepared abominable people they, they had it all set up and set out, and they went to work as soon as they deceived America. The courts, Supreme Court justices, and had Obama and Trump on their side. It is difficult to tell whether this remnant, those who fear the Lord, differs from the preceding questioners uh, is the same, or is it a part of them? If the two groups are in some way identical, then the righteous repented of their harsh words against God and to God, and were then strengthened in their faith and became the remnant, or part of the remnant. But if they are unrelated, which I think that's what it is. Then their attitude and speech contrasted with the people 
in verses 13 through 15. Because see, the remnant is always separated and apart. Nobody likes to be with the remnant. Your family members, they hate you because you embarrass them. Because you look like the remnant. They don't want to look like the remnant. They want to fit in with everybody else. Uh, your friends, they don't. Oh, your cousins and them, big mom and them, they don't want to have anything to do with you because you're part of the remnant, and you look strange. See, and the Bible says you look peculiar. Okay, you're a peculiar person. They don't want to be around peculiar people. That they don't know what you want to say. They don't know what you're going to do. They don't like it. What they said to each other is unknown, but it probably concerned a renewed perspective of God's faithfulness, as was true in other similar struggles over these issues. Their fear of God exemplifies the response which God desired from this oracle. The scroll of remembrance means that a permanent remembrance of their faithful and reverent response is kept in store in heaven. Please don't forget that. God remember. Let me tell you something about it. Let me tell you something. Godly people, people who are saved and born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Remembrance is a big part of their life and of their joy and their peace. Remembrance. God makes them that way. Remembrance is a very powerful, beautiful thing. Jesus said, remember me. Lord, have mercy. Help us. God, help us. That's why somebody ran back and wrote one of the most beautiful hymns of all time. Precious Memories. If I could sing it, I would break out in it right now because I experienced it all day today from the time I got up until now. And I cannot even begin to explain it to you. If you don't have it, it's too bad. Too bad. I can't help you. I can't help you. My wife, Marika White, who is here with us tonight, here with me tonight, she does not have these precious memories. She's envious of me that I do. She's uh, envious of me that I'm still in touch with my children and they are in touch with me all day, every day. But I remember the precious memories. I remember, man. how And see, when you walk by faith and you serve God by faith and you depend upon God to hear your prayers and to provide for you and your family, the precious memories are even deeper. It's almost like being in heaven, seriously, people. And I don't like to tell you people this because you think that somebody's bragging that, you know, how some people are so unspiritual. They get, See, if you're truly born again and saved and you're mature in the Lord, you are happy for other people. You know why you're happy? Because God blesses you in the same way. It does not mean you need to get into a tit for tat and a competition about it. And I don't, I, I don't even, that's why I don't even, I'll just listen to people and, and praise God with them. I don't even tell them about the miracles that God has bestowed upon me. 
and the precious memories. Precious memories, man. Uh, you know who somebody is a country singer who can sing? Alan Jackson. Hey, 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 hey. Huh? Have you heard of Alan Jackson? Alan Jackson. He's not black. I know his last name is Jackson, but he's white. Huh? With a cowboy hat on. He could flat sing the song. Do you hear me? I ought to play it for you right now. Alan Jackson can flat sing some hymns better than Elvis Presley. That's singing some hymns. I can hear Alan Jackson in my mind. He's a country he's a preacher. How you listen to these country white folks? It don't matter to me what color you are when you say, man, if you're washed in the blood. And, and I can tell if you're washed in the blood because if you sing like that right there, This provides assurance that when God deals with these individuals, he will not forget their submission to him. See, God does not forget. God remembers. God is big on remembrance. I told you this before. God does not keep doing stuff over and over again. One Red Sea. Okay, that's it. Now, Jordan was a different thing, but one Red Sea. Now, you better remember that. The Son of God dying on the cross one time. Not every month, not every year, every 10 years, every 12 years. No, 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 no. You know why? Because God is big on remembrance. And he said, you better remember what he did back here. I don't care if it's 2,000 years, 3,000 years. You better believe what Jesus Christ, my son, did for you. Huh? Because we're not doing that again. He will not forget their submission to him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for the gospel being preached and your word being taught. There's nothing like it. Thank you for giving me the privilege. And Lord, I pray that you'll, you will help people to remember you and remember what you have done for them. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand his word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. 
The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. 
Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments, and so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time. <laughs>